works. It works. Hey, hey. I fucking figured it out. I am the IT master. Can I? Okay. Yeah, this is all staying in. Oh, no. I was afraid you were going to say that. Welcome to the Ox Unplugged. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're doing. I'm Crispy Crap. Don't you say that. What do you mean, we? That, there's one person who's been... Listen, I hit a button and it caused problems, okay? <laughs> you removed me from any I, sort of command right. <laughs> it's a good thing I am not working for the Chernobyl nuclear reactor. They'll say that much. No, I'm Mr. Jinglet. I am Halion, and I am also grateful that Crispy does not, you know, control the nuclear football. He's not allowed. What's the no What comes after four? Vulcan. Oh, hi, Vulcan. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. I, come, I, I am now the official number five for Vulcan yeah, Comes After Four. I, I can confirm that because I had to add you back in because I accidentally oh. removed everyone from the channel. Yeah, so we'll just blame this entire IT disaster on me rejoining the Unplugged. No, no, it's no, 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 no. We're still blaming Crispy. Don't, yeah, don't this is all on Crispy. Oops. Yes, <laughs> Oops, it's, it's. I, I have to share equal responsibility because if he didn't have to get me back in, maybe we wouldn't have this problem, now, would we? No, 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 no. It's not your fault. That I don't know which buttons to close. Yeah, when Jay was in charge, nothing like this ever happened. Yes, I run a tight <laughs> ship. Crispy does not ha claims he has a ship. Yes. So yeah. that... I have a ship of Theseus. That's yes. what I have. Yeah. Crispy has a barely inflated dinghy. First of all, how dare you? And second of all, who told you? <laughs> Devil Entendre intended. So we're talking about food tonight on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Eventually. Uh, this, is, this has gone way off the fucking rails at this point. We're just going to shoot the shit or something. I don't know. Yeah, we're like two I mean, minutes I mean, in. I could talk about food forever. What do you mean? I know you could. I, <laughs> I, I want to talk about food as well. But it's just like, how did this podcast start? Well, it turns out Crispy doesn't know how the fuck to do IT. I don't know why. You decided to mess with the rights of everything. I don't know on how many Y2K. times we it is It is all Y2K's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yes, almost twenty-five years later. Yeah, oh. Jeez, don't remind me. Okay, God, so ads. Uh, food, food. What you all been? Have you been uh, trying out new stuff at all? I I tried faux last week. It was really good. Yes. Yeah. I've no. Had before pho is a delicious, delicious little thing. I, now, the correct pronunciation is pho, correct? Uh, yes. Yep, okay, it's pho. so I'm saying it wrong. Yes, I no, it's wrong. Uh, that is That is an, an average, everyday thing for some for Americans to fuck it up. Like, that's a normal thing. You mean to tell me that we just don't know how to pronounce shit? I'm shocked I, at all. I, my favorite thing still is to call a gyro a gyro. Just to like piss people off. Oh, See, it's not, it's not that we don't, it's not that we're ignorant in pronunciation, this is that we don't give a shit. Try that we don't even bother to try and cor to correctly pronounce it. It's not ignorance, craziness. Yes, that's correct. We're gonna pronounce it in American. I mean, didn't we do that with when uh, when America split off from Britain? We did just say we're just gonna rename these words just as a fuck you thing. Can't so tell like, what it's, to do, Dad. that is in character for us as Americans. Yeah, we're the rebellious teenager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Jay? Have you been trying anything new? Um, I made actual tacos recently. Like as opposed to imitation. 
Yes. Because um, I bought actual corn tortillas. And I figured out how to... You can just microwave them to like get them all soft. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know that. I was like... Like the small, like the street tort, like the street taco type, corn tortillas. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. so good. They, they're really good. Oh like, my god, I really like them. See, my personal preference is I'm going to use a corn tortilla because I'm usually going to be making like street tacos or something. Is mm-hmm. when I'm heating up whatever it is I'm going to heat my meat up or cook my meat in, I throw the corn tortillas in first with a little bit of oil or butter and like get them kind of like a little bit cooked and, and yeah, and, ooh, so good. Sorry, I'm just giggling over here at the words heat and meat. Continue. Listen, buddy, this is food. You don't, you gotta go with it. Otherwise, you can't do say words. Look, how can you have your pudding if you don't heat your meat? All right. <laughs> you can't have any pudding if you don't cheat your meat. But yeah, so we made um, uh, carnita meat because pork is the cheap meat around here. Mm, like, it's really cheap. Yes. And it was. Nice. The only thing we like, other than the pork shoulder, the only thing that we had to buy was um, was an onion or sorry, not an onion, um, an orange. And then it's just an like orange. Yes, um, carnita meat requires oranges. I like, was not aware. It's for the yep. marinade. Yes. Well, I didn't marinate it. I did. No, but, just, but it's yeah, yeah. But it's it's, it's the citrus. The citrus of it uh, helps it tenderize it and flavorize it. Also, it's tasty. Yeah. Like you need a bit of acidity in that much. Yeah fat and meat i suppose that makes sense it's just i i just never considered that you needed an orange for carnitas i just wow mm-hmm. they use a lot of sit, different citrusy things in you know mexican cooking particularly for, oh. for for flavor and for um like marinating and meats and stuff wow yeah uh, i worked at a cuban restaurant where there was like a lot of a lot of citrus use yeah, because every you need some sort of acidity, always. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it's just where what you're going with. So, oh, the Cuban sandwich is so good. I've not had it. What is it? A torta. Yeah, I've not had it. Like you have to understand, we are so far away from Cuba. Like we do not get Cuban immigrants over here. You mean so we're not you, right next to Cuba? Yeah, you work in a Cuban restaurant, Vulcan. I'll let you take that. Yeah. So, um. We'd come in like just before the pandemic, and I worked there. Um, definitely a lot of um, you know citrusy stuff, a lot of emphasis on pork and beef and stuff like that. Um, and it was it was a learning experience because Whit and I um, for a time did live in the same area. He still does. I don't. Um, and I can attest that the demographic is very much not Cuban. Yeah, um, we do have, other- and it was it was. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting too. There was a few times where we actually did have like actual authentic Cubans that came in. And they were like, "No, just, just no. This, this is not right." Um, which is, which is fair. Like, yeah. Um, but the, with the quote being, "This isn't how my grandma used to make it." And it's just like, well, well, my dude. Like, I don't think anybody is going to match <laughs> anybody's grandma in cooking. I'm sorry, yeah, no, it's just no. not gonna happen. Where nobody can beat your Cuban grandma. I, no. I accept defeat. In that regard. Yeah, like if I tried to cook like my grandmother cooked, I'm pretty sure like the FDA would show up and be like, there's an, there's a, an unacceptable amount of lard in this food. <laughs> I took a bite and I lost my foot. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you took a bite and all of your arteries seized. Uh, have you tried anything new, uh, Vulcan? 
Um, well, it's more like the way stuff's used. Uh, chef at the place I work right now. He's been doing some interesting stuff. I like what he does with uh, his breakfast. One of my new favorites that he's been doing is he'll take two slices of French toast and he will stuff that in the middle with a type of cream cheese mix. And it's very good. Wild. Very, very good. Uh, kind of sounds similar to a Hong Kong French toast, <laughs> which that's, that is a heart attack on a, on a plate, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, I... Yeah. I limit how much of those I eat. I'm pretty sure he mixes the cream cheese with like cinnamon or some sort of like brown sugar or something like that. Cause it's got like a nice little tan hue so to good. it. So I, I can tell he's mixing it with something. Um, and another thing that I've been a fan of that they've been doing around here lately is uh, grouper BLTs because obviously living where I do. Yeah. We got, you know, heavy seafood and everything. So I do a standard BLT, but then I'll throw your choice of like black and grilled or fried, um, Oh, I can't really say for well, yeah, he does fry it. Um, you get that in your BLT. It's looking pretty good, too. Hmm. Um, oh, but Hong Kong French toast is... Yes, back like to you, that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 because I will get told if I didn't explain this. Um, so it's like three layers of like the cheapest white bread you can find, like the real gummy, chewy stuff. Um, and then you put in... Um, normally your choice of like of different uh fillings but we go with um peanut butter mm. then you dredge it in um in a beaten egg and then you deep fry it yes and then you put it on the plate and then you top it with butter condensed milk something like that yes right. yes i am here yes. for it yes it is it is completely something else cholesterol just... on a plate Yes, it is. We don't like. I don't like doing it because it's deep frying, and I don't like deep frying stuff. The but, mess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say if it's for health concerns, like come on, but mess. No, yeah, no, no, I no. Understand that deep frying. Yeah, I'm sure that gets everywhere. Well, because you can do it with. Uh, if you do it with a wok, you can sort of limit it, where you just uh, don't have that much, and then you can, and it, when it splatters, it's, it's it splatters high walls, the yeah. edge. But uh, you still need a. You need to then wait for like thirty minutes before you fucking touch that thing, and then you gotta then to clean it. Then you gotta like strain it and everything. Oh, yeah. Well, is. when you're you know when you're apartment living, it's hard you know to take your giant vat of grease to go empty it. Like you know, I can just walk out my back door and take a few steps and toss it into the yard if I want. Yeah, so and if I, if legal. we do that, we kill like thirty geese that have wandered over for for seeds. <laughs> it reminds me on the note of grandma cooking. Um, when one of my grandmas would make pancakes, she would always do her bacon, but she would cook the pancakes in the grease for that to soak it all up. Ooh. So you'd minimalize how much uh, grease you'd be having to throw away. And it gave the uh, pancakes their own unique flavor and everything, too, and crisped them up in a way that was just different. Yes, I can see that. See, for me, the only thing I've been doing different is like on the weekends if i'm off i've been taking uh i don't know what it is it's like it's like a white ceramic like a little little bowl like not a bowl uh it's like a little ah shit it's like a little saucepan but it's like you know about three four inches deep maybe six inches across but it's got a handle and everything but it's white but it's got like the little blue flower on the side you know what i'm talking about no, uh, sounds like a it's a, that's a really deep pan 
or like it's a, kind of like, but it's pot? but it's made out. It's entirely it? made out of ceramic. It's a crock. Yeah, oh, kind of like a crock. Okay. But I'll take that and I'll put it on the oven, or the oven in the stove, and I'll put I'll put a drop of uh, or I'll put take me a piece of one piece of bacon, no two pieces of bacon, cut them in half, right, and I make like a like a cross hatch, right, like you know two up, two across, and I'll cook that. And then when one side's cooked, I flip it. And then when the, when that other side, when it's starting to get crisp, I put me a little dollop of butter in the middle, right? Just a little dollop. And then mm-hmm. I'll crack me two eggs on top. And I'll cook the eggs right on top of the bacon. So they're just like cooking. The bacon is just cooking into the egg, right? And mm-hmm. then I'll cover it so that the heat cooks the top of the egg while the, you know, the heat from below is cooking the bottom of the egg. And then I just scoop that bad boy out, put it on a piece of toast, boom. Bacon Sounds and eggs nice. sandwich. Hmm. Sound half bad at all, man. You guys are like so sophisticated with the shit you're doing. I'm like, what do I do for breakfast? I get eggs. I throw it in there. I get a fucking magazine of those hockey puck hash browns. Throw that in there with some sausage. Just cut it up. Make myself just like a simple, easy breakfast. Oh, to be clear, I don't have breakfast like except for maybe on the weekend if we feel very fancy. We do not. <laughs> we don't bother. Yeah, it's it's rare that I eat breakfast. No, me and pancakes are dangerous because if I can turn it into a cookie in the form of a pancake, I fucking will. I'll like throw chocolate chips in there. I'll throw some vanilla extract in there, some brown sugar, some cinnamon if I want to. Like I do, I make those things as close to tasting like a cookie as I fucking can. Oh yeah, special. Yeah, see, when my kids were younger, every Sunday morning I would make just a shit ton of pancakes and we'd all sit around eating pancakes. But when my, but I would mix into my pancake batter, uh, sugar, not just regular sugar, confectioner sugar. So powdered sugar, uh, brown sugar, a little bit of cinnamon, vanilla flavoring, and then the per, the piece de resistance, the little extra added, the juice from maraschino cherry jar. So like the pancakes would all be kind of pink from the juice. So good. I, I'm sorry. I, I have to admit, I don't like pancakes. Gasp. I know. I can I can go through it if you want. No, it's fine. We all know you're weird. It's fine. We we've accepted this. I don't like sweet it's, things. I'm you, sorry. You refuse. You were you refuse to try hot boiled peanuts. So it's like you know what? I'm, like, this I'm gonna have to say on that point. But pancakes, I'm like, bruh. For a okay. fucking can. No, not in a can. That was just a joke. But okay, Vulcan, you and I, I guess, are on an island here with the hot boiled peanuts, right? I am literally on an island, but yes, I I think that's <laughs> just a southern thing. And, and it's funny, too, is like I did see somebody that way. He was from the Midwest, but I was joking around that the majority of the people that hate on boiled peanuts are Midwesterners, <laughs> which is ironic because I was born in fucking Michigan. But I blame Sir Mad Dogs. I blame, <laughs> yeah, I blame Sir Mad Dogs for this new strange addiction of mine. And I am not mad about it because I eat like a cup of these a day at this point. Because they're oh, fucking delicious. Oil peanuts. Yeah. Fucking weird, man. You told me I'm you so... don't like them. Don't you go back on your no, own No, I do eat them. I just don't eat them a lot because that's sodium. I can't eat the sodium. I can't because I've got, I'm an old man. I've got, you know, pre-hypertension. I got that old I'm man. I'm going sodium. to open up and eat this next one very slowly as I glare <laughs> at 
both of your fucking camera screens right now while mine is off because it's too dark for for y'all to see me. But this is me glaring as I eat as I eat my boiled peanuts. Yeah, you eat your fucking boiled peanuts, weirdo. I am I am happy that you like it. No, I'll, I'll pass. One of these days, one of these days, one of these days, I'll get you to try one. We'll we'll figure it out. You gave me the weakest like push in the world. You had a can in the room I was staying at and went, oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? And then never mention it again. Well, that's because I didn't have real hot boiled peanuts. Like I told you, if we were driving around, when when we were driving around, if we had passed, you know, like one of those roadside, you know, in the gas station parking lot, you know, gypsy guys who's got like the, you know, the hot boiled peanuts that he's, you know, doing from like trailer on that he's pulling behind his truck. I would have absolutely bought it because that's the real experience. Or, but see, the thing is, you can go into gas stations here. And like scoop up a giant styrofoam cup of them, like just scoop them up and and get them. That's what I'm eating now. Yep. See this now it's turned into hot boiled peanut cast. This is awesome. Oh I, no! <laughs> All right, but we'll, found something I, that you, you know. Like. I I can't really talk shit because I like pork rinds. So. Oh, pork rinds are awesome. Not my fiance does not think so. That's I all right. Guess. She's wrong. It's okay. You you love her anyway. Today. Yes, I love her despite her faults. Mm. I'm waiting for her to show up in the door like a fucking revenant. Just like what did you? I was gonna say, say we're gonna just gonna see this like fist come out of nowhere in the camera and just just gonna get dragged away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Crispy will be talking to us, and just a cat will be thrown on him. <laughs> <laughs> but get, getting back to trying new things, um, I. I haven't tried a, whole, a lot of new stuff other than that, but I did go to... Did you, did you finally use the um, the Korean pancake mix? No, because I keep forgetting to buy um, green onions. You don't have to. I, I, just, but I want to. I, just I, like, I have But I, have, I haven't... I don't have whatever. Like, I haven't done a lot of cooking at my house in the last, you know, month and a half or so. I've okay. just had... I've had a lot going on and things... But I'm going to like I like I I literally put on my shopping list today green onions mushrooms and something to go something to make pancakes with like because I want to make something. Okay. Um, but I went yesterday morning. Uh, I ended up going to this this new breakfast place opened up in town a few months ago that I've been wanting to try. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm out and about. I'm fuck it. I'll go try it. And I spent more money on breakfast than I've ever spent in my life, and it was worth every penny. I had. A crab cake eggs Benedict. What? Yes. Ooh. It was a. Uh, that is a dangerous set of words. Like yes, were, it is. It, it was shit. a English muffin split, so two sides. Each one had a crab cake with an eggs Benedict on top, with the ho- oh with the sauce god. and everything. As a side, oh my god, it was so rich. As a side, you could get grits, and I'm like. Okay, it says you can get grits or you can get city grits. She's like, oh yeah, the city grits okay. is they t- the city grits is it's got cheddar cheese and deep uh, uh, thick cut bacon uh, that has been chunked up and mixed in, and then they also drizzle some of the bacon grease in the grits before they put the other stuff on top. It is the best grits I've ever had in my life. I'm sorry, Granny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry. It is the best grits I've ever had in my life. 
And then on top of that, they're like, all right, do you want regular breakfast drinks or do you want something from our drink menu? So, like, I was able to sit there and have a, a, a true Irish coffee, like, with the Ooh. booze and everything, with Ooh. my breakfast. It was amazing. Sounds great. Oh, it was so fantastic. Like, I couldn't eat it all. Like, I took one of the little muffins with the crab cake and all that shit and even a little bit of the grits because it was just so good. I took it home. I had that for breakfast this morning. So good. Sounds pretty nice. Shout out Broken Egg Cafe. I I have slowly like phased out breakfast of my life and I'm pretty happy with it. I, I feel like sad. it's just calories that I don't need. I can just keep going on on the I day. I can't start my day without a breakfast. Really? Because yeah. I can just go. Like I need food. I I need something in my stomach to get the engine going. Like I I can't just like start the day and empty stomach. I will be irritable as fuck. Mm. I have gotten to the point where, um, when it hits ten o'clock, my body's like, no no no, it's food time now. You are gonna start getting real hungry real fast. I would hope. Well. I mean, that's uh, when my lunch normally is. But yeah, like, you eat lunch over time. Yeah, I mean, I get at work at five at five thirty, so uh, half an hour, like, sorry, halfway through the workday, that's when the time is. So, I yeah, true. It just makes it like a little bit more convenient, so I don't mind. I guess if it works out for your schedule, you know, it's just when you're not in that schedule, I'm sure it's a weird thing. It, it kind of isn't, it kind of isn't, because that's breakfast time for other people, so no one acts weird about someone, like, getting some food at, like, 10 in the morning. Yeah. And oh, yeah. that's that's just the, my middle of the day. I do that, so. because my schedule varies. I might start work at, you know, 9.45 in the morning. I might not start work until after 12 in the afternoon. So... I try to kind of keep my normal eating schedule. So if I'm working anytime, if I start work anytime between 945 and 11, then whatever my first break is, be it, you know, between noon to one o'clock, I'll eat lunch then. But if I'm closing at my job, like if I'm going in at 1215, I will eat lunch at home before I go and usually about 1030. And then I'll eat dinner at work you know, like six o'clock or something. But so that's, yeah, I, I, I get, you just, you just adapt to what your work, your workflow is. Yeah. Like I've gotten a bit of shade at like, oh, you're just like doing your thing. Like, but no, that's, that's what my body says. And that's what it's going to do now. So yeah, I mean, until I get yeah. a different job. I mean, when I used to work third shift, many, 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 many moons ago, um, it was not, it, it was nothing for me to come home at, eight o'clock in the morning and crack a beer because that was my eight o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. Of like I couldn't imagine doing that now because it would, it, cause I mean, a it's, you know, eight in the morning, but B it would just, it would taste weird at that time of day. But yeah, it's just, that was my nighttime. So it was nothing. Yeah. Um, Oh, um, I have realized that I'm because I, I am me. I tend to, move between different like types of cultures that i'm i'm into because right now i've been into korean culture for for food for like at least a year maybe a bit more but at but con confirmed year um 
And I think I'm going to go towards Mexican next, but I'm not sure. So I'm happy to just keep doing, making Korean stuff, but... Honestly, you can't go wrong with Mexican. No, I really so... can't. And authentic Mexican as well. I oh, did man. make... I made real enchilada. Sorry, authentic Mexican enchiladas recently. That, sounds that was great. really good, and it was really easy. Um, because just I grabbed a rotisserie chicken. Um, I had the enchilada um sauce mix, and it was just a simple put it in, fry it, put in some um, some uh, rotisserie chicken thighs, put in some um some melting cheese. Oh, it was so delicious. I did recently have some, I think it was like some sort of like red, red pepper or I don't remember what that was called, but it was, there were tamales, Ooh. Mm-hmm. the best tamales I've ever had in my life. Like they, like they were in like the corn, you know, husk wrapper and everything. And mm-hmm. it was explained to me that, um, the reason Mexicans traditionally have, and that maybe they were playing a joke on me. They said that, that Mexicans traditionally will eat tamales on Christmas because oh. even if you are, you know, poor, if you have tamales, then everyone has a present to open. I love that. I, I hope that's an actual tradition because that sounds I hope great. so. But like apparently that is a thing is to tamales are a traditional Christmas meal in, in many Hispanic families from what I understand. Um. But, my grandmother's boyfriend gives us oranges and like peanuts in a can, and that's his family's thing. So I get it. But they're not hot boiled peanuts in a can. No. So cause... they're inferior. <laughs> <laughs> they are acceptable. My my great uncle, my great uncle William, um, he was a farmer in South Carolina and every year he would for Christmas, not, well, I don't know if it's Christmas, but every year he'd give my parents one of the big Mason jars of honey from one of his beehives and he'd have like a big chunk of the comb in it. So good. Wow. Huh? I, I, I don't know how I feel yet about, um, uh, like the honeycomb. It's good. I mean, you don't eat it. I mean, people will. I, I could swear you would, but that's I've never apparently it's just like kind of chewy. Like you don't you don't eat it, eat it. Like you you bite it and like chew it like gum. You know, until you suck you until you suck it? all the sweetness out of it. Do you spit it out? Are I you think so. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've never done it myself, but I've seen people do it. Apparently, it's just kind of there to like. There's something about the like when you're storing it, where it kind of like. Is supposed to maintain like the flavor, like the the authentic flavor of it, or preserve. I don't hell, I don't know. I think it's just because it's fun. Something, something like that, yeah. Something, something because that's how we've always done it. <laughs> yeah, the real answer every time. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Speaking of old school stuff, that you know, if we're if we're talking hot boiled peanuts and uh, honey with a comb in it, my grandmother. Every year during the summer would make muscadine, yeah. uh, not not muscadine wine, but like muscadine aid, like like a lemonade. Are you familiar with a muscadine? No, not at okay. all. There are these bushes that grow all over the South, and they'll grow like they look. They kind of look like grapes, and but they're not. They don't grow in bunches. They grow in individuals all over okay. the bush, 
and they have this incredibly sweet smelling flower, right? But they'll make these like little little grapes. It's called a muscadine, and it's a, it's harder than a grape, and it's got a and it's but it, it's sweet, but it has a tartness to it. And so what she would do is she would take a bunch of muscadines and she would squash them, squeeze the juice out, put it into a jar with a little bit of sugar and ice, fill it up with water, and then she would take a couple of dozen other muscadines, poke holes in them with a toothpick, and then throw them in and they'd float in the top. And so it's kind of like almost like a lemonade, but made out of muscadines. And so it's just like this weird southern thing that you would only get for like maybe a month, a year. But I can remember very clearly opening up the freezer on the porch because you always had a you had a you had a fridge in the house, and then you always had a fridge on the porch, and that's where you kept the big stuff. Um, and because the fridge on the porch was from like the '50s, so like the freezer, you had to go in and chip the ice out of it because it didn't, it wasn't, you know, self fine. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but uh, and it'd be this just giant jar of the muscadine aid or whatever the fuck you called it, sitting in there. I said, "Why am I imagining you're living in like the Walton's house?" Yeah, God, God. Oh, not you're not far off. I'm. Oh my God, <laughs> that was pretty much my grandparents. I mean, the house, the house my grandparents lived in was almost 200 years old by the time they passed away and it got torn down because it was originally hand built by my grandfather's father. Pretty crazy. Like it still had the old like stones in the foundations, right? You know, like you'd have the little pilings around all the edges because when they tore it down in, you know, whatever the hell year it was, 15, 20 years ago, um, I actually went in, took like this, giant foundation stone from one side and like managed to wedge it into my car and it sat in front of my house for years until finally I gave it to my mom and now it's at her house so it's like a little piece of her ancestry she still holds on to oh that's pretty nice so food oh yes food sorry yeah i have, I have a question there's a food sure. that i don't think we've discussed this is like no. our like our like our what fourth food cast yeah or episode there's one food i do really don't think we've brought up but I think it's something that a lot of people enjoy, particularly certain countries. But it comes in a lot of varieties in a lot of different ways. Soup? Salad. Salad? Yeah. Um, kind of. Salad is um, uh, still a Westerner thing, right? Somewhat? Maybe. I yeah. Don't know. Well, it depends on what you consider a salad. I mean, I've seen... Uh, my my new favorite YouTube thing is watching a Turkish couple that goes out and they camp all these different places and they prepare food and you have to watch it in subtitles because they don't speak anything in English. Um, and they're constantly for like for breakfast, they might have, they'll have like bread, sometimes they'll have egg, but usually it's like all these different vegetables. And granted, they're not combining it in one bowl, but they're just like picking all these different vegetables and eating them. And it's essentially a salad. Like they'll have greens and stuff too, but it's... It's just not all together in a bowl. So I guess it really depends on what you consider it. Like, I would argue, like, I would define salad as, because, like, otherwise we start being like, oh, potato salad's a salad. Like, no. No, no, it's not. No. Ham salad is not a salad. Yeah. So it needs to be leafy vegetable chopped into into bite-sized bits with other stuff and hopefully some sort of flavorful sauce on top that's mixed in. Right, I'm going to be Diogenes here. I think Taco's salad is salad. I've been selling like it's kind of a fruit and like tropical fruit mixed with a bit of like chopped up fish. This is like mm-hmm. a combination seafood tropical uh, salad. 
I haven't grabbed one of those yet, but I've been seeing that on the board. That sounds like ceviche. Mm, God, I love ceviche. Not have had that. Uh, ceviche is Mexican food that's chopped up into tiny little bite-sized pieces, pieces, and then just eat them. Yeah, nice. it's raw. It's, it's raw fish. It can correct. Be. It's it usually be, right? when I've seen it, it's like little bits of raw fish, but it's been mixed in with chopped up. Um, like lime and juice. It's got, it's got a lot of citrus juices in it, and the citrus juices effectively, for lack of a better term, cook the fish so that it's acidically um, cook it. Yeah, right. Sort acidically cook it, and, it, and it's very, very flavorful. Um, don't eat it if you've got like an open sore in your mouth. Oh, you're, you're gonna have a bad time. But like, I'm talking like your traditional salad. Like, I enjoy yeah. like if I'm gonna grill a steak. My preferred sides of a steak are a nice baked potato and a salad, you know, side salad, lettuce, tomato, cucumbers, um, olives, traditionally. Um, I do not like olives. I'm sorry. All right. It's okay. You, you don't have to like olives. You're wrong, but you don't have to like olives. Um, <laughs> you're not shaming me aggressively. No, 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 no. I'm not shaming you. I'm just saying you're wrong. Um, but then, like, I like, you know, uh, uh, like some legume, usually like a light red kidney beans thrown in for a little bit, a little bit of cheese, and then I'll whatever salad dressing of my choice. Right now I'm on a on a honey mustard kick, and then I'll and then I'll top it usually with like the uh, the French fried onions. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about like that's yeah. that's my usually topper for that. Love a good salad, like a little bit of a bite of steak, a bite of potato, a bite of salad. Oh, works great together. But then sometimes like if I'm just wanting a a light meal, like a lunch, maybe where I don't, I don't want anything heavy. I don't want a lot of calories. I'll just take like a little chick, a few chicken tendies, like two or three chicken tendies out of the fridge or you know, a couple of little chicken nuggies, air fry them, use my, my kitchen scissors, you know, dice them up, throw them in a salad. Boom. You got a little bit of protein salad, light. Great. Is it wrong where I know like half of those items are in your kitchen? No, you've been there. You've seen it. Yeah, know. I'm pretty. I'm the only I... one that has been at your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's not because you haven't been invited. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, see, that all sounds nice, but very boring. And like, I'm sitting there going, "Where's the spicy? Where's the flavor? Those are all nice things, good. but you gotta you gotta tie it all up because otherwise, it's just no. Yeah. You can do. Oh, that's the other thing I like to add in. Uh, if I'm like. If I know I'm going to be eating, like I'll cook a steak, a big steak, and I know I'm going to eat at least three or four meals off of this one steak because it's a big fucking steak, I'll make a salad that I'm going to eat on with the steak. So like one of the things I'll also make is I'll, is I'll use my uh, rice cooker, mm -hmm. hey, and I'll boil like, you know, four or five eggs, and I'll peel them, and I'll dice those boiled eggs up, and I add that in my salad. And that's, again, it's more flavor. It's more stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. I don't think salad traditionally is for most people is like the centerpiece of the meal. It's, it's an addition, mm -hmm. but if I'm yeah. just going to have like a lunch, like I don't want something heavy, a salad's great. Um, like tonight I had, uh, I had some leftover, uh, I went out and had barbecue a couple nights ago. I had some leftover pork ribs. So I heated up some pork ribs, had a side salad to go with them. You know, just, just a little something to go with, a little roughage, you know, just a little something-something. Um, but I, I like a good salad. I, I, I do enjoy. Yeah, so you have to 
So let me ask you this. Do you think there's such thing as a traditional Chinese salad? No. Is there? Indian? African? I feel like you're going to tell me if there is. No, there isn't. That's my point. I'm, I'm saying this is not a salad is not a worldly thing. That well, is that's because they now, now yeah. to be fair, though, mm-hmm. in most other parts of the world, they eat a few more vegetables and they don't eat as large a portions and as much. They don't typically eat as much. Well, different kind. They, they eat a wider variety of things than we eat here. Um, yeah. Now, what about seaweed salad? I don't think that's a common um, thing, though. I I feel like that's a mistranslation. I really do, because mm. um, you have to remember how meals work are different in those cultures as opposed to ours, or at least for East Asian cultures, where it's a bunch of little things or like medium sized things that you then pick and you choose through. Mm. So, for example, we went to a Korean restaurant um, a couple weeks ago, and. We got a big old like pot of like boiling noodles with um some uh, some bulgogi, some um, rice cakes, and everything. And then there were like four or five little side dishes with some kimchi, some um some uh, daikon that was all spicy and everything, some um, garlic uh, garlic peanuts or peas. And it was just this. And then you can, if you're sitting around going. I want something more garlicky. You just eat that, eat the garlic. If you want something sweet as you're eating, you pick and choose different sub, like different side dishes, while eating the more tasteful but relatively bland thing. So having a salad that doesn't always 100% translate to that eating style. Mm. Uh, Thai dishes for. Uh, Meals, for example, also have a whole bunch of different plates with a di- bunch of different things that then you pick and choose from. That was kind of the thing with pho when, or pho when we had it. Um, you know, they brought out the, the soup itself, but then you had a bunch of vegetables you could pick from to throw in the pho. Yeah, and you're, you can make it how you want it, but like everyone's getting the same pho, like broth. That's yeah. not a, you're not, you can't play around with that. But then you're like, ooh, I want a little bit more meat, or I want a little bit more uh, veggies. You can play around with that. So the base meal itself is a different, like, eating than, like, oh, I want a nice salad than that. And I think that's important to remember. When saying, oh, for example, um, Ethiopia, um, I believe, I think it's Ethiopia. I know there's one East African um, country. Yeah. Where eating a raw vegetable or a raw fruit is, or sorry, raw vegetable is considered unhealthy. Like, mm-hmm. why would you do this? You can just cook this. Yes. So a salad is actively like discouraged by everybody. It sounds like Ethiopian or, or Etrian cooking because they thoroughly cook everything. Like everything mm-hmm. is very soft, very thoroughly cooked. But it's so good. It is, no, no, no. is amazing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It is fucking delicious, but like it's important to keep that in mind, I think. Mm. Now speaking of pho, you, you mentioned soup earlier when I when I, I you thought I was going soup when I went salad. Yeah. But like is there a particular soup that you know you and en- you enjoy? Like this is your go to. Me personally? 
Um, chili. Chili's like, not a soup. Uh, no, no, chili is not soup. Chili is chili. Chili's not a soup. No, it's not a soup. How do you eat it? What's in a bowl with yep, crackers, bowl. but yep. soup mm-hmm. by and large is primarily broth with some stuff in it. If your yeah. chili is primary juice, it ain't chili. Sure, but like if you show like an alien a soup versus chili, it's pretty oh close. God. It no, is close enough. No, it is no, close no, enough no, for government no, work. No, 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 <laughs> no. I disagree. Now, is a stew soup? Yes. I consider us in the subcategory of soup. Is a chowder soup? Yeah, it's in the subcategory of soup. All right. You you have a wider variety of what you consider yeah. soup than I. I, yeah. I, I, I think know. I think there is soup and there are things that are soup adjacent. That's my personal mm. opinion. Okay. I don't I don't think a chili is a soup. I think it is a chili is a chili. Is a curry a chili? No. Or I'm sorry, is a curry a soup? No. Okay, I, but actually, it's, sorry, it depends. Sorry, I, I should be more specific. Thai curry is a soup. Indian curry is not. Okay, but still, but I just said curry. See now you're I, classifying. I agree. I don't think I, I don't think no, chili's no, no, no. a soup, but no, you no, have no, no, every no. right to your you, opinion. It's fine. I would. I please let me show you uh, what a Thai <laughs> curry looks like. Please let me just let me show you this. Mm. Vulcan is chili a soup? I don't think so. I think chili is in its own room. All right, three against right. one. You lose. You're wrong. I will stand fucking proud. <laughs> it's 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 the consistency factor for me. If like there, I'm with the if it's like more liquid content than you know any sorts of solids or anything like that. Which it's no just, no no, it, I, you lose I, soup on me. I agree that if it's got it's that there is a like thickness difference of them, but I want you to look at those fucking two. The top one is Thai curry. It is a light, thin broth with stuff inside. And then if you look on the bottom is chicken curry, like uh, more Indian, British style. It is a thick thing that you serve on top of rice. The bottom one looks like chili. The top one looks like soup. So the bottom (laughs) one is not a soup. The top one is a soup. But you don't, you do not eat Indian or Indian British curry with a spoon by itself. Like you gotta you you put it fold it into the rice, you do all this other stuff. All right. So what yeah. you're saying then is that skyline chili is not soup. Yes. It's not soup. <laughs> I think I think that the method of eating matters. All right. Well when I have chili, like when I make chili, I make my chili and then I will scoop it into a bowl mm-hmm. and then I will take an entire pack of saltine crackers, scrunch it down till I crush it all till the pack just about explodes. And then I will pour that entire pack of crushed crackers into my bowl and stir it in and eat it. That's how I do chili with, with hot sauce. That's also how I eat chicken mall. So chicken and chicken mall is not soup. (laughs) I hope not. I'd be disappointed if it was. It's better. Brunswick stew is not soup. I don't know what that one is. Vulcan, help me out here. I Sorry, that's just... I, yeah. But I have the experience with that specifically to actually offer anything valid. This is very... <sighs> oh, it's a Northern Germany thing. Okay. 
Wait, it's something no, we tradition. No. We will have it a lot with like when we do barbecues and stuff. We will have a Brunswick stew to go with it. Also, sometimes referred to as hash. Also referred to as hash sometimes. Okay, we did have hash when okay. we were down there. Yes, not um. corned beef and hash, just hash or Brunswick hash sometimes. I'm sorry, Brunswick stew is not a um. That's a southern thing. That's just a you thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I don't like. That that's just why we don't know it. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Apparently, the the whole chicken mole thing is I am coming to learn is very much a a northeastern Georgia thing. It's like it's it's, it's very specific to a very specific area. Like I did find, apparently, there is a barbecue joint around here that does offer chicken mole. And so oh, I've been trying God. to find an excuse to go there and get some because I haven't had any in a few years and I'm kind of jonesing. Yeah. I'll have to buy a couple of quarts and like stick them in the freezer for the next time I have company. Quarts? Oh. Yes, you buy it by the quart. <laughs> I hate it. Which is how I used to eat it. Like you take the quart, you thaw it out, you scoop a little bit enough no. out that no. you could like put in a bowl and you eat that bowl. And no. then whatever's left, you heat that up and then you pour your crackers in and eat the rest of it. Are we experiencing the equivalent of you rapidly posting Furbies in the BPL? Don't worry about that. In your disgust of this Don't food that is being that. talked of right now? First it all, sure does sound like it. Chicken you told mold. me, firstly, and secondly, this does sound like perfect karma, my dude. Uh, I did upset Wacker yesterday drawing the Furbin mech, which I still need to finish. But Ooh, I want to see that. Also, I'll show you then. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, to All wrap right. us to like to bring us in for another thing though, because I'd I'd like to talk about this as well. Yes. Um. So, pork is now the cheap meat. Pork uh, leg, pork jowl. That is con what I consider the cheap meat for. It, like you can't get chicken thighs for cheap. You can't get any sort of beef for cheap anymore. But you can get pork cheap. Mm -hmm. Um. So, Maestro came to me with. Uh, four recipes, three of which I said were interest. Three of which I said I would make for pork recipes, hmm. and I am and that's now gonna be um, what I'm gonna try and make this weekend or this week. Nice. And oh god, I have to now pronounce German things. I'm going to get off. Oh, this ought to be good. I will instead read the translated version just to be easier. So pork medallions with mushrooms, where it's a tort, a, a pork uh, tenderloin that you just cook down with some mushrooms, some onions, and some parsley. Mm. Just like just fry Sounds stuff. Delicious, yeah. Yeah, fry stuff in onions and um and mushrooms. Absolutely sounds great. Um, there and then, then there is creamy German hunter's sauce. Uh -huh. Um, yes. So you get the lean pork. Um, and then you fry down onions, button mushrooms. And then you make a roux out of butter and flour with whole milk and heavy cream and some paprika and everything. Typical and roux. Just, yeah, typical roux, basically. And then you serve that with, with like some sliced pork um, as, um, in that. Ooh. It does sound pretty good. Yeah. Then there's also um, w uh, what is translated as German meatballs. So oh, it's... Yeah. Yeah, this one I'm really interested in. You got your ground pork. You're going with some onion, some um, some stale bread. We got panko. Milk, egg, ground clove, parsley, salt, black pepper, yellow mustard, um, 
some very fancy, or not fancy, but marjoram, which is going to be a pain. Hungarian sweet paprika, ginger, mace, coriander, cardamom. Hmm, that's a lot of interesting yeah. flavors. It really is, and that's the thing that I'm interested in. There's a lot of weird mixes going in here. There's a lot of savory and sweet mixed in there. Yeah. I'm all for savory and sweet mixture. Yeah, there's also um, just a regular old pork stew, um, onion, garlic, tomato paste, um, like a quarter of a bottle of white wine, veggie stock, green beans, mm. uh, white beans, a potato, some savory. So, uh, sorry, this one I'm, I can't find and is going to be the death of me. Sprigs of savory. Apparently, this is just an herb that grows in Germany. You have and, to get him to send you some. Yeah, I've never heard of it, never seen it before. I did look at my gro- my um my grocery store and wasn't there, so who knows? Amazon, maybe. Yeah. But if it's fresh, I don't I don't trust anything fresh from Amazon. Nah, that's fair. I I will say that I've I've had experience with like meal kits and stuff. I don't know about Amazon specifically, and I'm probably with you on the not trusting Amazon part, but getting ingredients and stuff in the mail to make food with, I've had good results with. Okay. Yeah. But that was like through meal kits, not specifically Amazon itself. Yeah. I've been, I have thought about, um, picking up some, I think it's Algerian curry. There's like lion's curry, but yeah. Um, because Nigeria does have their own type of curry that I'm curious on. Like that's, that's that's an odd one. I don't. I've. No, I know nothing about African food outside of that Ethiopian um, restaurant that we go to every three months, six months. I still need to order that tub of Irish curry. I recommended. It's weirdly oh, good. Try you're talking about. It's the place is so that Ethiopian restaurant is run by a dude, and it's just you just call him up and say, "Hey, I need these things," and he's open. At the worst hours imaginable, because it's just him. It's delicious, so, like, you have to go through the pain of it, but, mm, it's something else. All this makes me want to make a milkshake again. I haven't made a good milkshake in a couple of years. I used to work at a restaurant where that was my thing. We had a blender. We had um, uh, just the biggest stock of vanilla ice cream, because we would sell those by the scoop for the kids, and we would always have to go through it just because... Can only keep it for so long. So this on top of like the peanut butter, which only got used for like baking your PB and J's and some of the other stuff, like just random ingredients that only ever got used on one item. And we had the biggest abundance of, I would just mix and match all the time. And every once in a blue moon, somebody would bring in like, you know, Ben and Jerry's or whatever kind of ice cream they were feeling on the time where it's like, now I want something specific. Hey Vulcan. Do what you do best. And so now I need a blender on my boat and I need a fucking freezer on my boat because I need to be able to fucking make fucking milkshakes while I'm out there. I'm all for your like Jimmy Buffett style fucking cooking show on your boat. Just Oh dude, that would actually be hilarious. Oh do it, yes. Do it. Yes. See if you could do that sort of fucking abs. Vulcan's floating uh Vulcan's floating kitchen. Yes. So I'll just I'll be the ox's equivalent to Doctor Who's the chef, but I do this. I was going to say Doctor Moreau. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nope. The yes. Legion's no Doctor Who. Yeah. 
Oh, I'd be down for that. Now, since you brought up uh, milkshakes, here's something else I don't know that we've discussed that much. Desserts. Oh, boy. Well, it's a good. this is a good time to talk about what I did today. And so, so that's that's what I was trying to, to to hijack the conversation towards desserts as you were. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to mention I don't like desserts. Of course oh, you don't. It. You don't no, like anything I don't, fun. I don't like sweets. I'm with you. You're no fun. <laughs> Listen, I like plenty of things, just not sweets. Oh, hey, that dessert we had at that barbecue place. It's actually called Rub. I saw. I, I actually went back to that restaurant uh, two nights ago. It's called Rum Yum Yum. Why did they just call it Rum Yum? I'm disappointed. Uh, right? Maybe because yeah. they couldn't get the rights from Lucas. Wasn't Yum Yum an actual thing, or I don't, I don't know. Okay. It's it's amazing. You know, <laughs> did you it makes more? my it makes no. I did not. It makes okay. my heart hurt to eat it, but it was amazing. That's made that's good. But uh, what were you going to say, Chris? I was going to oh. ask, what, what were you going to talk about today? Um, so today, my fiance and I, um, we went to go do a cake tested tasting for our, our wedding, uh, which ended up not being what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like an actual point where we were just like in there trying cakes like a sommelier. Nope, they just gave us like a bunch of cupcakes to take home and try, which honestly I was okay with because I want to spend like three hours there tasting shit but i they were some really good cupcakes that we tried like we have a whole different variety and so far my favorite is the chocolate peanut butter mousse because i'm a big chocolate guy i love me some chocolate and peanut butter as well i'm not a big chocolate guy i like chocolate i am more of (laughs) i am more of vanilla (laughs) like i love vanilla but give me a fucking homemade peanut butter cookie. Oh my god. That is my jam. Yeah. I'm just gonna be quiet. You <laughs> <have> <laughs> See Look, how it is. But my favorite dessert of all time is a nice cakey peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. You are such a Georgian. <laughs> yes, I know I am, but it's just give me a peach cobbler where it's like 60% like cakey, like almost like waffle in its texture. And then like the just really sweet with a little bit of uh, cinnamon, you know, soft, fresh cooked peaches with that little bit of just that caramelized heavy syrup that it's in. Oh my God. So good. Drop a dollop of, of uh, ice, uh, uh, vanilla ice cream on top when it's good and hot. Oh, that's real tasty. Oh, so good, so good. Second is the uh, is a really good homemade pecan pie. Ooh, so Georgian, Jesus Christ! But you got to make a pecan pie. You have to use legitimate dark Cairo syrup. I'm not like a big pecan guy, so I'll take your word for it. I'm not really. That's either. all right. You're you're all forgiven. You're not from here. You know it's okay. <laughs> but just trust me. Like Maestro is, has talked about. Hopefully, fingers crossed, this summer, uh, taking a trip and coming and spending a week or two here in the States. And one of the things he's requested is is a pecan pie. He wants barbecue, a pecan pie, and he wants to go to the gun range. 
the American experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I was yeah. just gonna say that that all that all sounds like the American trip right there. Yeah, we can all accomplish oh, that. He needs to see a Walmart then. Oh, I will take him to Walmart. I will take. I'm gonna take him to Walmart. I'm gonna take him to Waffle House. I might oh, even God. take him to Cracker Barrel. Honestly, I would love it if you took him to a Cracker Barrel. I, I wouldn't. He should have good food. Hey, uh, Cracker Barrel breakfast is uh, is good. All right. Look, Waffle I, House you, is better than Cracker Barrel. You, those aren't <laughs> these aren't good places. Show <laughs> show foreigners good things. I'll see if I can catch him an alligator, and we will fry some alligator tail. Oh yeah, there you go, there you go, some fried gator tail. Hell yeah. yeah we'll even get him some like deworming medicine to go with it. Does that normally happen when you eat alligator? You get worms? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. Oh, no. I mean, there's a reason why gators have like existed for like millions of years, pretty much unchanged. And humans haven't eaten them. Is that why? Oh, we eat them. That's why we're talking oh, yeah. fried gator tail. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. We eat them. Much. They eat us. It's the circle of life. Uh-huh. <laughs> For food pyramid, chain, circle. I don't know. It's, it's the food Ouroboros. It just eats itself. Yes. Yes. I God. I want to try gator, but I don't want to have to go through the effort of catching one. Just <laughs> there's plenty of places that sell them. Yeah. I'm sure. I gotta, all you really got to do is just come to Florida. Tastes like a combination of chicken and frog legs. I haven't had frog legs, so... Not frog bad. legs taste a lot like chicken, yeah. yeah. I eat once ate so many frog legs at an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet of all places that I definitely threw that back up. Uh-huh. And then proceeded to keep eating more. That does not sound like a fun experience. Mm. No. I was like probably 12. So this tastes like chicken. I'm going to continuously eat this. Oof. This has been a meandering food cast if we've ever had one. Are any of our podcasts yeah. anything but meandering? Well, and see, I was going to ask the ultimate question of what does blue milk even taste like? Oh, we're going to Star Wars now. Huh? Oh, okay, because we because we have to bring up Star Wars. We're obligated every episode. We have to. God damn we it. have to. Um, <laughs> I think Lucas needs to pay us. That's all I know. I did this. I, I did this to troll you, to troll one of you. It's, Blue it sounds like I this. think I'm trying to distance ourselves from Star Wars because we talk about it so much. What about the Disney hot dog taco? No, uh, no. I will not talk about. I will not talk about the hot dog taco. Blue milk. I think Cinnamon blue toast milk. Fuck! Did you just say to me, hot taco? The hot dog taco. Yeah, it's no. in uh, Disneyland or Disney World. Of course, like no. in the in the no. Star Wars section has no. a hot dog taco. No, I reject uh. it. I, I'm moving beyond it. I'm I'm pretending we didn't hear it. So there it doesn't in, exist. In La- yeah, in Los Angeles, there is a bar called Scum and Villainy that is essentially a perfect recreation of the Moss Eisley Cantina with other nerd accoutrements along the walls. And in this bar, they have a drink called Blue Milk. And if memory serves, it is included in it is Blue Curacao and 
coconut vodka. Oh, so you're, what you're telling me is that milk is 100% curdled. No, 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 no. I don't know that there's any milk in it. I think it's like a like a creamy, tropical flavored milk looking drink. That sounds horrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that that's it. I, I'm trying to go from memory. I also know that they have a purple drink called a Wakanda Forever. Because, you know, it's a nerd bar. Sure. Um, but it's it's totally definitely not a Star Wars bar. It's a it's a it's a size it's a sci-fi bar. It just happens to look like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, but when I think you know, of blue milk, I do not think of coconut rum. That sounds horrible. Like I, I'm just going from memory. That may not be what's actually in it, but I do know for a fact they do have a drink there called the blue milk. That is blue. It could just be a white Russian with blue food coloring. I don't know. I hope so, because oh, sounds horrible. So the hot dog taco. No, yeah. no, shut up. No, we're, no. we're just all right. We'll, we'll stop the podcast here. Just ignoring it. <laughs> we refuse to discuss the hot dog taco. Like the hot dog taco is the hill that we will die on. Yes, that is not apparently not acceptable. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, anything before I call it? Have a hot dog taco. <laughs> well, all right. Look, all I'm saying is chicken mole is delicious, and no, you know, it is you're, not. You're, you need to eat some hot boiled peanuts. I'm just saying, you don't know what you're missing. Just guys, in your just remember if food. if you didn't cook it with at least ten gallons of the spiciest spicy sauce ever, it's not hot enough for Mad Ducks. Mm, I True. I need Mad Ducks a... blood is Tabasco, so I don't know about that. His wife apparently has to have special um, spices imported to her because she can only she only likes certain stuff now. Gee, um, I wonder why. I I have some um, habanero hot sauce. It's so mm. fucking good. I had a bad experience with habaneros. I don't that's a, want... yeah yeah yeah. That's a that's a normal reaction. It I can't so... cook. I can't cook curry without using the red pepper flakes. Oh, oh, the gochugaru? Yeah. Oh, the gochugaru is so good. Yeah, it's just good. You don't need right? to really mess her up, mess around with anything else. And what's the what's what's the paste? The gochugan? Gochujang. Gochujang. Yes, in Korean. Gochugan. So good in chili. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the gochujang is a great like base flavor to just mix mm-hmm. into stuff, like a gochujang sauce on like some chicken. Holy shit! I want to make a, a a meatloaf with the gochugang. Ooh, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds pretty nice. Anyway, weird. Just saying. Um, Vulcan, do you have anything before I call it? Uh, nope. Just uh, stay weird, y'all. Yeah. All right. Good to have you back, Vulcan. Hey, always good to long, be here. Man. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I forgot to write something down. Now I can listen to the whole thing again.